Counting down in three, two, one. Back with the third season, you're listening to Last Night's Coffee with Chuck and John. Oh, we're doing this? Okay, welcome, Night Shifters. <laughs> yep, that's how we're rolling in today, that's man. That's how we're rolling in today. I'm Chuck, that's John, America's youngest Gen Xer. Oh, only America's now. Well, there might, I can't, I've, you know, I haven't traveled the world. But that, I'm pretty sure, I'll have to go back to previous episodes, I'm pretty sure you've referred to me as the world's youngest Gen Xer up till now. Oh, sorry. No, that's okay. Hey, it's your title. It's your made-up title. For your me. your um, your your status may have changed. We have it's kind of like assistant it. to the regional manager. Do you know you know about that? The, yeah. No. Yeah. 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 That yeah. sounds You're like, like you, you can't be the assistant regional manager, but you can be the assistant to the to right. the regional manager. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can dig it though. I, I, I hold that title proudly. I do. I just that. think we're, you should be proud. You know, we're America. America is the world. Oh, you know, we lead the world. We do in, in most things. Yeah, uh, most we things are, uh, except for education. Yeah, um, a lot of things that matter. You, you know, know, environmental uh, protections. We don't. Uh, yeah, maybe not on that, but uh, fun stuff. You know, stuff that matters. Uh, we've got the military spending. Best football players in the world. That's true. We've got the best, most of the best baseball players come here. Correct. Um, best NASCAR. I'd say all the best baseball players come here. All the best sports players besides soccer and yeah. rugby. Well, is soccer even a sport, John? I don't know, man. I got my daughter wanting to play this year, and uh, I think I'm going to let her, man. I think I think I'm going to let her just because I want her to go out there and run for as much as she can run. Which one, the oldest or the youngest? The oldest daughter, so my middle child. Your middle child wants to play yeah. soccer. She could be the next uh, phenom. You don't ever know. You don't ever know, right? And if it's, if it's something she wants to try, whatever. I played soccer for a couple of years when I was a kid. You know, I wasn't very good at at shooting or really dribbling or anything, but I I, I could run for day. I could just keep running. I enjoy, like PE soccer was my favorite PE really? sport in middle school. Why? I don't know. I enjoyed it. Over dodgeball? Yeah. Wow. So we used to play indoor soccer when it was raining too in the gym. Oh, okay. So we had the, uh, we had, we had a cool gym because it was an old high school gym and it was brick walls up, you know, like probably six foot tall. Yeah. So you had that good enclosure. Yeah. You know, and that was, if it hit the wall, that was out of bounds. Yeah. 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 And then they had the, uh, gold painted on the, uh, walls on the end. Yeah. That's fun. That was fun. That's pretty fun. I, I like that. I, I did always prefer dodgeball, though. I just, I don't know. There's something about it. There's something about physical contact in sports that I really enjoy. Yeah. Um, I haven't gotten to the bottom of that yet, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I keep forgetting. We're already rolling, man. We need, <laughs> we, we are rolling. We're just, <laughs> we're just, you know, we don't have, there's not a lot going on right now in the yeah. world. Yeah. So we're not just kind of. We care to talk about. To look at today's 
look at today's podcast as more like a conversation with Chuck yeah. and John. Yeah, yeah. It's like you guys are eavesdropping in just uh, between us now. <laughs> yeah. But, um, um, hey, man, I'm going on vacation next week, so I'm not going to be like you. I'm not going to guarantee a show, but I'm probably going to be up for one. Okay. Uh, we'll see how it goes. We'll play it by ear. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're headed out to Conway, South Carolina. There's this big water park out there we're going to go uh, spend a few days at. And it's like a resort, right? Like you yeah, stay at so the water it's, park. Yeah, it's like an RV park. Um mainly but we're staying in some of the cabins that they have on site or whatever uh yeah it seems pretty cool man it seems like it's going to be a lot for the kids to do and it's going to be a chance for me to do not much of anything which is a good thing for me right i i I need that opportunity every once in a while will you be listening to yacht rock i might be what kind of yacht rock you got on in the background crank it up a little bit for the listeners You know who that is. Um, I know the song like the back of my hand, but I'm blanking on the name. That is Triple M. Michael McDonald. Yes. Dude, the man, the myth, the legend. He is like the god of Yacht Rock. Yeah. Yeah. It, th- when I think of Yacht Rock, I think of Michael McDonald. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. he's got that. Does it. Yeah. Is Jimmy Yacht Rock? You know, according to the Yacht Rock station I listen to, not much. They'll really? throw a Jimmy Buffett in there every now and then. I know it's kind. Of, he's kind of on this weird border of like, of like beach music, like beach bum country, um, yacht rock. Like he's on this weird. Yeah, like there's a couple songs. Like I think they play "Come Monday" on there. Uh huh. Yeah, and that's about the only one they play, which is kind of yacht rock. Kind of, you know. I mean, what is yacht rock though? Is it day drinking music or it is like, definitely day drinking music? Like when you think about, like, do you have to be on a boat? No, we usually we we listen to yacht rock exclusively in our swimming pool. Oh, but water needs to be involved, though. Yes, when we're floating around on our floats in the pool, we got the yacht rock blaring. I got you. I got you. Well, they got a, uh, they do have a lazy river at this, at this big old water park we're going to. So maybe I'll float down the river listening to some Michael McDonald. Man, that would be, that would be awesome. That might be how I spend my Monday and then we can, uh, we can record, uh, we can record, I might record flowing down the, uh, lazy river. That would be an interesting trick. <laughs> don't, don't tempt me man my mind will go crazy with some uh with some ideas you know well, well you know um iphones are kind of waterproof they're supposed to be except for mine smashed just like yours yeah so ours aren't waterproof anymore <laughs> yeah we both have smashed backs on our phones mine was waterproof last summer <laughs> yeah because i dropped it in the pool <laughs> oh there you go i think Mm, uh, mine's, I don't know when I broke mine. I just happened to take the case off one day and it was smashed. I have no idea. That's because you only get a certain number of smashes per case, the drops per case. Did you know that? You told me that. I don't know if I believe it, but you told me that. Well, I believe it because my phone got kind of squirrely in the case. But, I mean, was it just 
the right angle at just the the right height you know what i'm saying probably the right height probably the right height see that's the thing so i'm pretty sure according to physics isn't everything doesn't everything fall at the same rate of speed dude i don't know i'm pretty sure everything falls at the same rate of speed like you could drop a one-ton stone or a penny from the top of the empire state building they they're supposed to both fall at the same rate of speed, I'm pretty sure. I watched a video where they did that in a vacuum. What? They they dropped a, like a penny and a feather in a vacuum, in a big vacuum chamber. Yeah. And I think they both fell at the same speed. See, I'm pretty sure I've heard this before. Like, according to our laws of physics, the way they're supposed to fall is at the same rate of speed. It's a really yeah. strange thing, and it makes me question, well... It makes me question our understanding of physics, I guess. Like, that's weird. That shouldn't happen. It shouldn't, but it does. Right. I think we. I but, think there's more, there's more we need to understand about gravity, and we're going to talk about that later in the show. But if you build, like, a Pinewood Derby car. Yes. And it's critical to where you put your weight, so it pulls it down the track and out that's, to the wind. Yes, and they also regulate how much weight you can put on there. Yeah. But if everything should fall at the same rate, yeah, it's weird. I have physics, man. Physics, dude. I don't. I don't understand. And, and I'm sure it has a lot to do with uh, other things involved. But anyway, that, that's a that's a really fascinating thing that uh, I'm too stupid to understand. That'd be a good T-shirt, physics, man. Phys- physics, man. <laughs> with a question mark or a comma? Uh, <laughs> um, both. <laughs> both. <laughs> <laughs> just a dot 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 yeah Jesus, man <laughs> that's right that's right but so you're going on vacation and you're yeah. not going to the beach so is it nope. a real vacation according to your family's expectations of what a vacation should be i i will say my wife is pretty particular about our vacations i don't think we've ever taken a quote-unquote vacation without it being at the beach hmm. um this will be the first time we've done that but uh, you know, it, it'll be cool, man. I, I'm looking forward to it. It Maybe it'll spark that whole, we don't have to go to the beach thing and I can get like, I can get her into the mountains or something, you know? Yeah. Cause I yeah. really enjoy those types of vacations as well. Now, do you, you do, which way are y'all going? Uh, I 20. So probably no Bucky's in your future. Uh, I don't think there's a Bucky's on the way unless it's in South Carolina somewhere. You get to see a bunch of Pedro signs. A bunch of what? Pedro. What do you mean? Pedro's got sunglasses. What are you talking about? South of the border, dude. <laughs> you lost me, man. So once you turn on the, you'll probably turn on the 95. Okay. Probably. Probably. I don't know. I'm not exactly sure where Conway Look, Conway is, is like 30 miles <clears throat> inland of Myrtle Beach. Okay, so you... Might maybe 20 in- miles, maybe 20 miles inland of Myrtle Beach. So before <laughs> there was Bucky's, uh-huh. there was south of the border. Okay. And um, is this a, the same idea? Like, is it a, a monstrosity dude, of a gas station that's strictly for people traveling, not for truckers? Uh, yeah, I mean, this is, dude, they had a, like a little mini amusement park. They had fireworks. What? This is like an attraction. Yeah. 
Was there only one? Yeah, there was only one. Okay, and it was on your way to South Carolina. Yeah, and it was, well, it was south of the North Carolina, South Carolina border. That's why they called it south of the border. Okay, I see. But it was indeed Mexican-themed. Hmm. Um, but it, uh, you might see some signs. But anyway, for like, as soon as you cross the South Carolina line coming out of like Savannah. Yeah. On 95, you'd start seeing these signs. South of the border. South of the border. Pedro's got sunglasses. <laughs> Pedro's got ice cold drinks. Like every mile. So do they is. still have all that? I think it's pretty much just a gas station now. I think like um, like any good roadside of attraction, we have missed its, its peak of existence. Mm. Mm-hmm. I've never stopped there. You know... That sounds like a really cool thing to do. I wish I could I wish I could make that stop now. Like if y'all have a rainy day and you need to make a field trip you south go, of the border. You could go south of the border as like an archaeological exploration. <laughs> you know, I'm into history. Yeah. But yeah, man, it's south of the border. It was it predated the Buckies. I'll have to check into it, man. I'll I'll check into it. It sounds interesting. Um, it's actually so you watched um uh, you watched uh, Eastbound and Down, right? I have seen some of it. Yes, I didn't so, watch every single episode, but yeah. So when he meets his dad, Don Johnson, yes, and uh, they're robbing that gas station. Yeah, that's south of the border. Oh man, that's weird. I mean, I haven't thought about that scene in a long time, so it's hard to remember all of that. But I remember that taking place. Yeah, so that's that's south of the border. South of the border, man. Look at you, full of knowledge, dude. Man, I like I like uh, roadside attractions and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Well, I, you can't beat a good rest area, though. No. You no, cannot I like, I not a beat. Good, good rest area. Um, man, when they're nice and clean and they, you know what I'm saying? And they're like, and the, and the, and the grass is all well kept, you know, and they got those nice tables, like a good rest area. You can't beat a good rest area. But you have to be caught. Are you? Do you plan on um, having protection, uh, personal? Uh, are you taking your gun on this vacation? <laughs> I was. I was wondering how long you were going to sit there and stumble over. Yeah, man. I, I'll probably take my firearm. I generally do while I am on vacation. Okay. I. I yeah. Why do you ask? I normally do too, but I didn't take mine this trip. Oh, I'm this like, last trip, you did not take your firearm. Yeah, I'm like, I don't need it. I don't really need to take it. Uh huh. And uh, we're coming back. Everything was smooth. So we're coming back and we stopped at this rest area in Alabama. Okay. And everybody was like, we was waiting on Charlie to go to the bathroom because it was four o'clock Eastern Standard <laughs> Time. And. <laughs> The boy's on a schedule. The boy is on a freaking schedule. <laughs> I'm talking about there ain't no, there's not a person more regular than Charlie. That's that after school. Yeah. Yeah. That's been, I've been holding it all day. I got to go. Yeah. That, that after school time. Yeah. You mm-hmm. gotta go do that after school dump out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so you're waiting on Charlie. Waiting on Charlie. And I'm like, I'm gonna walk out here to the car and just get some fresh stand up, you know, get some fresh air. And, uh, 
dude comes pulling up beside me. He is of the African American persuasion. Uh-huh. Um, and he, he's got this freaking, like, the Lincoln that looks like the Crown Vic. Yeah, yeah, the town car. Yeah, like the town car. Yeah. And it's got the Landau roof on it and all that. I'm like, heck yeah, dude. Yes, sir. You rolling, buddy. Yeah, man, those are nice cars. Yeah, I, and you know it probably had the 5.4 in it. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. You know it was probably a real good interstate car. Yeah, probably floated. Yeah, but anyway, he gets out and he's like, man, I can't stand cold coffee. And I'm like, me neither. I hate yeah. cold coffee. Yeah, I don't know absolutely. why people order iced coffee. <laughs> you know, and he goes and throws his coffee away. And then he comes walking up to me and he's like, man, I got something you need. I'm like, dude, you ain't got nothing I need. Oh, Lord. He, goes, he puts his arm on my shoulder. He says, yeah, man, I got you. I got something you need. I'm like, I, I, dude, I'm on my way back from vacation. I ain't got no money. Oh, you know, I'm Lord. just trying to get dude away from me. Right, right. And uh, he's like, it ain't drugs or nothing. I said, all right, show me what you got. So he pulls out this blue shop, disposable shop rag. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, I've got a roll of them sitting right by yeah. me right now. Pulls that out, opens it up, and it's like freaking gold chains, a couple rings. He's like, you need this. I'm like, dude, look at me. I don't oh, need, my God. I, you don't see any jewelry on me. He's like, man, you need to. He goes, I work at a pawn shop. This stuff still had the price tag on it. He was oh going from Vegas. His story was he was going from Vegas to Kentucky. While he was on I-65, I have no idea. South of Montgomery. That makes zero sense, but okay. I mean, that ain't how I would go. Nah. I would take like 40 and straight I, shot it. I wouldn't know, but I would assume that being south of Montgomery ain't the place to be. Ain't the place to be at all, man. I've if had that's so, your, where you're trying to go. <laughs> I've had so many weird encounters in that area, dude. That seems so strange. So he had, you think it was hot? You think it was stolen? Oh, heck yeah, I think it was stolen. That joker done stole that stuff from somewhere. <laughs> and he was trying to sell it to me. Absolutely. And had I been a gambling man, I probably would have bought it. Well, what? here's another option. It could have been fake. It didn't look fake, John. Oh. It sparkled in the sun, my friend. Oh, man. It had that, that shine to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the price yeah. tags that were on it, he didn't make those price tags. They were the computer price tags, you know, like you see on the jewelry at the jewelry store. Oh, yeah. And that chain was about $600. You didn't look for mama for a new ring or something, man? I just got her a new ring. <laughs> I mean, one ring every 15 years, dude. That's um, right. Oh, is it 15? I don't know. That's when I got her that last ring. I was but considering getting one for Catherine next year for 10. Might as well. Go ahead. Yeah. I was probably got one for her at 10, but I didn't have no money at 10. I heard that. Um, I might not neither. 10's still a little while away. <laughs> but anyway but see like last time we went down there down that way in a rest area near that same area mm -hmm. uh we had some people like try to sell us some candy or buy some candy or something it was something weird and oh. very uncomfortable feeling like <laughs> i had my pistola in my back pocket when we got out there <laughs> what is up with south alabama I don't know, man. You know, they say it's tough in L.A. <laughs> or, you know, that's it, what they call it. 
Lower Alabama. Yeah. That's right. Is it you? It might be me. I might have that look. You might have that look like you trying to buy. Yeah, I got that look. And then one time, a long, long time ago, we were going to uh, a race in Op, Alabama. Okay. And we had my buddy's big hauler loaded up, and we're, you know, rolling about six deep in there. And uh, we stopped in Montgomery at a gas station. Uh-huh. And it was my first encounter with gas stations that are open all night, but the doors ain't. Oh, right, right, right. Where you got to go to like the little window thing. Yeah. And yeah. I had to pee. Oh, like, no. We, we had the toter, but we didn't have the bathroom in it yet. Oh, no. And we had to get gas for the hall, you know, all this stuff. Everybody had to go to the bathroom. So I, I hop out. I walk towards the store. And this little bitty dude, black dude's like, what's up, my N-word? No. Oh, geez. Coming out of like, nowhere. Crap. So, I mean, I, like, I never even saw him. Did you pee your pants? No, I didn't pee my pants. Oh. But I did haul butt back to the truck. I'm like, we got to go. Yeah. <laughs> I said, this ain't the place for us. I said, you can't even go in that gas station. <laughs> you getting called things you've never been called before in your life. No, 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 I mean, dude. Yeah, so South Al- South Alabama. Yeah, at, at rest areas and gas stations at night, you got to have your you you got to be on a, your heads on a swivel. You got to stay frosty. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You got to know what's going on. I'm with you. Head on a swivel, man. Stay armed, people. Stay armed, but stay vigilant. Yeah. So if you stop at a rest area, which you probably will, because you got three kids and a wife. Yes. And you got to check out every rest. Dude, we went. It took us 12 hours to get to Orlando one time when I was a kid. Holy smokes. Why? Because my little brother, and he'll be listening to this. He, he'll probably be like, no, it wasn't like that. And my grandmother uh-huh. could not get on the same bathroom schedule. Oh, no. So you'd go to a rest area. One of them would go. You'd pull out of there. I got to go to the bathroom. Mm-mm. Dad was Mm-mm. so doggone frustrated by the time we got to Orlando. It wasn't even funny. I cannot. I, I, seriously, I can uh, relate. That is unbelievable. If it really took you that long, that's crazy. I would have been forcing them people out of that car. And, dude, the first time I drove to Orlando in sub seven hours, <laughs> I was you like, realized what? what you could do it in. I was like, Orlando's only that. <laughs> like, like, you look at it on Google Maps now, you're like, Orlando's that close. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It definitely shouldn't take 12 hours. It takes 12 hours to drive to Michigan. Yeah. I think we probably stopped at at least one Cracker Barrel on the way down there. Oh, my gosh. That adds a little bit of time to your trip. Yeah. I mean, you got to eat. Cracker Barrel is a great place to stop and eat on a road trip, though. Yeah. But it's time consuming. That's probably what started it. We probably deadheaded straight to Perry to that cracker barrel down there oh yeah and then after that every rest area between perry and orlando we inspected (laughs) had to stop at all the rest areas had to stop at all of them did you get out and sit at the benches at all at any of them some of them had those nice concrete benches and like the concrete tops I, i find it funny that you get out of the car that you've been sitting in for hours and go sit at a table i know right I've done it though. 
Yeah, we've all done it. I, I don't know why. That's funny you bring that up. You know, it's funny you say that. Yeah, I do it, though. Yeah. I'll get out and go sit at the table for a minute. Yeah. Now, yeah. we got a, in a habit one time, and we're probably still in the habit. We just didn't do it this last trip. Man, a daggum lunch at a rest area. Mm-hmm. You know, pack the sandwiches, get out, make the that. What is so relaxing about that? Like, it is I don't Americana know. at its best. Absolutely. Dude, that's a good that's a good idea. I'm gonna pack lunches for a for a rest area. Yeah, man. We gotta yeah. have some. We were gonna sack lunch, you know, have sack lunches anyway. So you you get out, the kids are like, ah! and you're like, come over here and eat. And they're like, ah! and I'm like, y'all are teenagers. There's no reason to be running around like. <laughs> Yeah, and they're chasing each other out in the parking lot or something. Yeah, it's like, yo, get out the road. Don't talk to nobody. Dude, I'm, I got, I guess we got to talk about it. Go ahead. Yeah. I have a kit. A kit. Yes. A bathroom kit. For rest areas? Yes, because I, I have a phobia of public toilets. No way. Lysol, wipes, oh, the whole deal. Really? Yes. Do you have toilet seat covers? No, I do not like the toilet seat cover. Well, I, I guess I, that would make my kit a little bit lighter, but I prefer to go in there, sanitize the area, wipe it all down before I do my, if I have to do my business on the road. <laughs> so let me ask you some details, man. What all are you sanitizing? Are you sanitizing handrails? Are you sanitizing? No, I don't go, like, no, just, just contact. Just the seat. Yeah, just the seat. Just where skin's going to meet seat. Yes. Okay. And my friends give me a hard time about it. So you choose not to hover. I choose not. Dude, I don't want to take that risk. (laughs) Of what? Missing? Of the explosion. (laughs) Because, you know, if you're, to me, if I'm having to go, if I have to go on the interstate, Uh, it's then got to a point where it's like, uh uh-oh. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, I know what you mean. <laughs> and you just rather not risk. I'd rather not risk it. I bet that is where the majority of the disgusting yeah. rest area uh, stuff comes from, right? It's yeah. from the hover. It's got to be, right? Now, now, Charlie, that joker, he'll just go. He's just like, I'm going. Oh, he'll just plop down. He'll just plop down. I'm like, dude, really? Have you taught him about hepatitis, brother? No, I don't want to get him freaked out and be scared of everything like I am. That's true. Um, <laughs> but he knows about your kid. Yeah, they. Oh, yeah. Everybody knows the dad's gonna have his stuff. <laughs> do you? Is it like a backpack or is it like a like a fanny pack? Like, what do you no, carry in there? It, it, I usually wear cargo pants when I'm traveling, so. I kind of keep the stuff right there in the little cubby in the door. Oh, yeah. And load my pockets up. Oh, yeah. I see. So you know, that is like a that is like a checklist item for you is your uh, your yes. bathroom necessities. Yes. I have. Well, I do keep it in my backpack. So it'll go from the backpack like it's in the backpack right now ready. It, oh, wow. So it'll go from the backpack to the pockets. <laughs> ready to go. Ready to go. Man. That is a good secret time, Chuck. Yeah. 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 I might, you know, I might try that instead of hovering. Hovering's awfully uncomfortable. 
yeah, I mean, and dude, the risk is just so too rich. Because then you're like, then you got if you say you hover right, yeah, and it goes catastrophically wrong. <laughs> How are you getting pants? Okay, yeah, you're right. The far end of the spectrum for hovering is yes. pretty bad. The catastrophic results of hovering is either you walking out to the car with dookie pants, <laughs> unloading the whole car to get to your suitcase that you put on bottom because you knew you wasn't going to need that. <laughs> so you got to where you were going. Right. And then digging through there, getting clothes. What are you going to do with those daggum dookie clothes? I'm telling you. That's so, a, it's I mean, a predicament. There's too many. There's too many variables. It's a predicament. You're right. But... But the risk of, I think the risk of, of plopping down is too much. Well, that's why you take the kit. And I mean, you sanitize and sanitize and sanitize. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I'm picking up what you're putting down right now. I will heavily consider that for our trip to South Carolina. I mean, you have a kit. My know? wife probably will have Lysol wipes packed anyway, knowing her. Yeah. So, yeah. I might, I might take you up. I might try it. Try the kit. I mean, it's it's a little bit, you know, and you're locked in a room. It ain't like nobody's going to see you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. But what about when you go to the public bathroom and you're in there and you hear the guy beside you like, bloop, 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 oh, bloop. yeah, dude, just letting loose like a daggum machine gun. And you're like, holy cow, dude. And he's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you're like, you get yours, buddy. Oh, man. No, the worst is when, like, you walk in and you can taste it in your mouth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, when you walk into that nasty, musty bathroom and you can just, like, it's overwhelming and it's all over your senses. Like, you can feel it in the back of your eyeballs. I'm hoping that when I walk out, somebody walks in and goes, mm. <laughs> That's your hope. I mean, if I got to go, I need some enjoyment. You know what I'm saying? Because this going, going at a rest area is the most miserable thing to me. So, so I want that, that I want it to be a good one. And I want somebody to walk out and go, mm. you know what I'm, I mean? I'm picturing in my mind's eye the guy who walks in just, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> just you know, just, ima- <laughs> just, just imagining his his face just uh <laughs> and see that <laughs> who <laughs> that's just so funny. Who walking in? Just anybody, oh, just, just the like, guy, just oh, yeah. the guy who walks yeah. in behind you. You know what I mean? Like I can picture it's a face though. Like I had a face, I have a face in my head, and he's just uh He's got yeah. a little bit of gray hair. He's probably <laughs> pushing 50. Most of his kids are out of the house by now. He might have one straggler, yeah. you know? And he's like thinking he's he's just going to hit a decent restaurant or something. <laughs> and I've gone in there and just destroyed it. <laughs> and, and, and we've had the conversation. Mary Beth's like, is it? She's like, so, you know, she, she assumed that I didn't want anybody hearing me poop. Oh. I'm like, no, I don't care about that. <laughs> you don't care about that. That's not my problem at a public restroom. If somebody is, you know, whatever. I don't want someone to hear me poop. I don't care, dude. I don't want it. I don't want that to happen. 
man, if they got to hear you, dude, that's just a little victory right there. <laughs> oh, my gosh, dude. You are a sick freak. This is hilarious. So that made me think of my, okay, little secret time for me. when I used to be in ISS all the time as a kid, right? No. Yeah. You? Yeah, imagine that. I was in school suspension constantly because after a while, they started giving me out of school suspension. And they realized that I enjoyed OSS. They realized that I enjoyed out-of-school suspension. So they started giving me ISS again. But anyway, I spent so much time in there. Dude, when it came to lunchtime and you had to eat in that ISS room, I lost my – I didn't want anyone to hear me eat. I hate eating noises. I used to plug my ears. Like, holy smokes, it would drive me nuts, ma'am. Oh, man, it's a good thing I wasn't in there with you. You didn't care. You would have been farting. Because I would have been like, especially if I'd known it got on your nerves and you're not and you're in school and you can't say anything anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I've been over there like <laughs> oh. oh. Dude, have you ever thought about when you're smelling a fart, that is literal poop particles going up your nostrils? That is poop particles going up your nostril. I mean, do you think about that? Yeah. I mean, you think about when you go in that bathroom at the restaurant, dude, we have been on toilet humor for a long time here today <laughs> yeah well whatever dude but when you go in there and you smell you're smelling a combination of everybody's everything yes and little particles of that molecules if you will yes are going in your nose hairs <sighs> you know there's one place i haven't ever pooped and i hope i don't ever have to where the racetrack oh sonoya raceway any racetrack <laughs> really you've never pooped at a racetrack as much time as you've spent at racetracks and you've never pooped at one never pooped at one as that many racetrack really french fries and hot dogs that i've ate at racetracks never had to poop at one <laughs> And, dude, you talk about, you think of the nastiest bathroom oh. that you've ever been in at the county fair. Oh. You know what I'm talking about. Oh. Oh. Dude, this is this is a, a raunchy show we're having here, man. We might even get an E on this one. I don't know. We might, but it's so real, man. These are things I think about. When I smell someone's fart. And they're even kind of a stranger. I start freaking like that is so gross to me, man. Yeah. But let's talk about the other end of the spectrum. Okay. Bucky's. Bucky's. That is the best place if you got to go. Absolutely. It's they, the biggest and nicest and cleanest restrooms. They have an attendant there in the restrooms all the time, don't they? Yes. They will go in there after you come out. It's amazing. And you're in a stall. I'm not talking about like a stall stall. You're in a closet. This tile head to floor. Yes. Or floor feet to head to floor. Is that anyway, you're in a closet, dude. And they've got everything in there. If it wasn't sanitized enough, they've got everything in there to sanitize it again. Yes. You don't have to take your kit into Bucky's. So you're fine with, no poop kit in a Bucky's. No, because I know. Well, the first time I went in one, I took it with me. Okay, but then after later, I learned that that's not a necessity because they've got everything in there. Plus, dude just cleaned it probably. 
you you stand there and you walk look around and you see the kind of area of the bathroom the attendant's in and you go to that area <laughs> and you break his heart. <laughs> you let him know. You let him know. You give him that wink when you're walking in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude. No. No, you don't. Do you dab him up? You go, what's up? Yeah. You give him you give him a little pound it before you go in. Like... I wanted to. I kinda of scared to make eye contact with him. Oh. oh. But That's you know so that, rough. Dude, that job right there, like that is like the most there, there's those guys when they make it to heaven, they get a special reward, you know. They ought to. They're like they you to. kept that bathroom at Bucky's clean. How much do you got? How much they got to pay them people? You think? I think the bathroom attendants make twenty dollars an hour. Really? Yeah. To attend a bathroom, man, that's to, a rough job. Yeah, that's a I, rough job. Would you judge people when they started walking? Like, ba- like, would you start judging people and start discriminating when they walked in? Um, yeah, you think? I would. I would. I would like. Okay, this guy's coming in here. This He's might be my break time. Like, I, I, yeah. I need my ten minute break now. Like, I can't. I got to go to lunch now because I'm not going to be able to <laughs> yeah, go to lunch yeah, after yeah. this one. Like Martin, get over here and cover this thing, man. Yeah, yeah. Call the rookie in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you. I would. I would probably judge people too, man. I'd be like, "Oh, this dude does not look right." Well, speaking of judging people, <laughs> there has been something that's come to our attention that we did not know about because we are not in the dating game. Oh yes, yes, there has been. This is this is new revelations to us, but it may have been around for a little while. I don't really know. But this, so, I, we found this very. This is a good one, man. Go ahead so and tell with, the listeners was what, what what we're talking about here. With the onset of social media and dating, now me and Mary Beth, we met on Facebook, not Facebook, MySpace. MySpace, the OGs. We we pioneered, you know, because back then you could search people by town. That's right. And I searched Jackson because I got a lot of people in Jackson. Yep. And I'm like, hey, look there at her. Is. So I started talking to her. Yeah. And um. Uh, there's anyway. wifey. That's what you thought. You saw that picture and you're like, there's wifey. There she is. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but now, you know, you can go in there and you can swipe right and left and up and down. A hundred times. A hundred, literally a hundred times. Yeah. And you can just, you know, it's like a buffet. Yes. You know what you're getting. Oh, yeah. Unless you get catfished. But, yeah. I've been, Well, yeah, that's a problem. But the, that's a pretty That's good a, show on MTV, by the way. It was a pretty good show. I it's trash television, but I mean, some of those were uh like it was like the train wreck you couldn't take your eyes off. Right. You know? Right. It was some of them were so bad, but like you almost had to watch. Yeah, you couldn't you couldn't get away from it. I've but, been saying forever though that this online dating, these kids are spoiled nowadays. They can lay on the couch, turn on Terminator 2, it just sit there. And, and, and and pick up chicks while they watch Judgment Day. Like, do people meet people organically anymore? I don't think so. I don't think you go to a bar to meet someone you don't know. Mm. Okay. I don't think that takes place. I, I could be wrong. I don't think that takes place, at least not near as much as it did. You, you remember when we was in high school? Mm-hmm. It's like you knew everybody. And, every, like, especially you were probably 
in school with the same people from day one. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, for the most part, there were plenty of people I went to school with from day one to, to the last one, for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, like in Griffin, you knew everybody and everybody knew you. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you just, you had circles of people, like you knew these people. And so that was your dating pool there. And that's about it. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Well, now, so, so say you go on there and you're a woman. Yeah. And you match with someone because they swipe right and you swipe right. Okay. And so you match matches. with a dude or whatever. Yeah. So a woman matches with a dude. Yeah. They have a Facebook group in all these different towns and, and areas uh-huh. where they can go and find out if there's any red flags about dude before they commit to actually talking to him. Really? Yeah. So it's like Yelp reviews for dating. No. Yeah. So like, oh, so like based on their, that's how they're doing it is based on their dating profile. Like yeah. wherever, wherever it says they're from, they're going to like, you know, uh, uh, Tinder, Tinder dates in, in Griffin. Yeah. Or, or I think it's like the name of the one I saw, cause one of my friends was on it was, <laughs> are we dating? Are we dating the same guy in blah, blah, blah town? Oh my gosh. So it's really meant for cheaters. Yeah, probably. Or just red flags in general. So, so what happened to dude was, um, he got put on there and this girl that he had been seeing that he cut it off with was ripping him so bad that his ex got on there and defended him. His ex-wife. Oh my gosh, his ex-wife. So a woman who actually is divorced from him, from him. came to his defense. Came to his defense. Holy smokes. <laughs> what was the was the was the first woman just crazy? Was she just talking out of her butt? Like what was that? Yeah, pretty much. From what oh. I gather, I didn't see the whole conversation. Oh. But uh yeah, so man. Dang, why is diarrhea why is diarrhea uh hereditary? What's that got to do with Facebook? It runs in your genes. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, we're hitting the dad jokes. We're just gonna mix them in, huh? <laughs> well, I mean, it just seemed like we've been talking about so much poop. Yeah. We've been talking about so much poop. So and and that woman's just pooping out more. And that's so funny that it's so funny that Facebook has now come full circle because that's literally hot or not. Yeah. That is what Facebook started out as was uh, like this, this site where dudes could like rate girls hot or not. Yeah. And now it's the girls being like, um, so what's up with this dude? Yeah, that is so funny, man. It has come full circle all the way around, dude. Yeah, but these are strange times we live in. Yeah, they they are. They are. It, um, but what are we going to do about it? We're going to make this podcast, and we're going to tell dad jokes on this podcast. Yeah, and we're not going to have to worry about them kind of website or them kind of Facebook groups. No. Me and you aren't. No, thank God. I mean, dang I don't God. know if I'm, I, I'm definitely not cut out for today's dating world. Yeah, I'm not cut out for that. I don't think I could interact with people the way that they do now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's kind of like um, it's kind of like, you know, did you know that it's illegal to laugh loudly in Hawaii? No, 
they only permit Aloha. Oh, dang. That's a pretty good one. That's a pretty good one. Um, since this episode's been a little bit raunchy, why did the sperm cross the road? I don't know. Why? Because I put on the wrong sock this morning. Jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Why does a mermaid wear seashells? I don't know. Because she outgrew her bee shells. Her bee shells. (laughs) All right. (sighs) (sighs) It's good, man. It's It's a good good dad joke. I love dad jokes, man. I, I can't help it. Like, I cannot help but laugh at the majority of them. I found a wooden shoe in my toilet. What? I found a wooden shoe in my toilet. Okay. It was clogged. Oh. <laughs> hey, how do you make a pool table laugh? I don't know. Tickle its balls. <laughs> oh, man. Yes. My dream job is to clean mares because I can really see myself doing that. <laughs> Oh man. Uh, well, I think this is probably a good spot to take a break. I guess so. I guess so. We've said we've probably said enough. We yeah. They'll probably be back. Hey night shifters, we've got a new sponsor, and that sponsor is Eileen Ayers with Bush Real Estate. You can find her at movingcoweta.com for all of your real estate needs in and around Coweta County. Find her at movingcoweta.com. All right, Night Shifters, we're back. We are back. We had to tell a few uh, dad jokes that couldn't make the show. Sorry, guys. Two guys walked into a bar. The third one ducked. Classic. Classic. Classic, classic. Well, on this second half of the show, we're done with being funny. No, we're never done with being funny. <laughs> it's time to get serious. And uh, and we're going to talk about Wait. in total truths now. What? Yes. Total truths. We can only speak 100% truth and fact. We can't. We can't um, theorize at all, and, and, and what I'm saying is that there's anti-gravity available, and uh, we used to have it as an ancient technology a way long time ago, uh, probably pre-flood. Pre-flight? Pre-flood. Pre-flood, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's time to get serious. <laughs> yeah. We got to talk about all the serious stuff that is... Uh, you know, worth beating our heads over. Um, yeah. What's your thoughts on it, man? What's your thoughts on ancient structures, ancient technology? We've talked about it several times on the podcast. We want to talk about it again. We've been on a bit of a tangent lately uh, at work together. So what's, where are you at with it? Chuck? Well, as, as, as most of the uh, Abrahamic religions, mm-hmm. uh believe there was a guy named noah and there was a flood 
that flooded the whole earth. Yes. And he built an ark. Yes. Out of gopher wood. I don't you know what? where. Huh? Out of what? Gopher wood. Out of gopher wood. Yeah. Oh man, not possum wood. No, nope, not possum wood. Not woodchuck wood. Nope. Gopher wood. Wow. Okay. Out of gopher wood. Uh, but before this said flood, it is theorized that technology was comparable, if not more advanced than what we are now. There's a lot of evidence to that. Yeah. There is a lot of evidence to that. Um, in the form of the megalithic structures found all over the world and, and even in writings and in tablets that we have that still exist that are ancient and we don't exactly know from when, right? Right. And uh, if you've ever if you've ever heard of Dr. Dino, mm -hmm. um, he gets into this a little bit. His explanation was if a man lives 900 years before the flood, could live 900 years, imagine... Imagine if you worked on cars for 900 years, what you would know. Wow. About cars. Wow. That's a really good point. I haven't thought about that. All right. So if you are a tinkerer and you started out tinkering with a rock and you tinkered with rocks for 900 years, you would know everything there is to know about tinkering with rocks. Absolutely. Everything there is to know about tinkering with rocks. So his theory is that, you know, there was technology before the flood. Now we talked about the tower of Babel the other day. Yes. We got on that kick at work the other morning. Yes. And our thought was, what if it was a rocket? Yes. Now I did. Let me, yes. Go. You can keep going, keep going. Keep and, going. and the reason we, we think it could have been a rocket is because uh, when the Bible was written, like if you look at Revelation and stuff like that, mm -hmm. John didn't know how to describe some of the stuff he was seeing. Right. So he described it in times that are in things that people in those times would understand. Yes. So uh, he, a tower. He, he, yeah. He, when he describes a tower, a tower he could or not well when moses was describing a tower right if he was said it was a rocket ship to take off and go nobody uh, would know what he was talking about no they wouldn't know what lost technology yeah because everybody presumably that he's telling this to was born after the flood right now the tower of babel was post-flood it so was post-flood it was post-flood so but think about it was the first it was pretty much the first structure that we know of post-flood. Oh. So the idea is that some of that knowledge was carried along. Yeah. You know, and, and so that it, just like um, just like leatherworking is a dying knowledge. Like think about how many dying knowledges there are right now. You know, cursive writing is going to be a dead writing soon. Yeah. I mean, there's People so many can work on carburetors. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So we there's a lot of forgotten skills. So what if that is kind of it's like they had some in in the flood because of the flood, people really wanted to get out of here. Yeah. People really wanted to get off of Earth. They were terrified that their God might flood the Earth again. Whatever. 
They yeah. didn't believe his words anymore, whatever, you know, and they start building this Tower of Babel, a.k.a. a rocket ship that is super tall and can reach the heavens. Yeah. And God is sitting there saying, no, you're going to destroy everything I've worked so hard for. You know, yeah. I created all of this. And he's like, no, I can't let this happen. But why are we allowed to go into space now? If we look at that theory. If we look at that theory, well, where was their rocket ship going? We don't, you know, we haven't theorized that yet. Right. That's true. Where, where, what was the quote unquote heavens that they were reaching for? They were trying to get to heaven, heaven. Right. They were trying to get to the literal heaven to be with God. Yeah. And he's sitting there saying, you're not going to get there. This is, you're crazy. You're going to die. You're going right. to destroy my creation again. Like you're going to, you know, start imploding again. Right. And well, uh, yeah, that's kind of where I've been at uh, as far as that discussion that we had about the Tower of Babel, that, you know, even though it was post flood, that there, there can still be that fresh knowledge. Yeah. And, and, and it hasn't been lost yet. You know what I mean? But it would have had to come through Noah. Yes. Well, you brought up a really good point when we originally talked about this, that in the scriptures, God had to be very, very, very specific about the ark, didn't he? Yeah. And he had to tell Noah every single thing and make it out of this wood, X, Y, and Z. He was very specific about the dimensions, almost like they had forgotten how to make ships out of wood. Right. Almost like, you know, it's, it's portrayed as though that's the only thing that could withstand the storm. I don't necessarily yeah. know that, man. What if yeah. it wasn't? What if it was, they had already forgotten how to make wooden ships and God knew that he was about to wipe out the earth and there wasn't going to be this type of technology anymore and they had to relearn and he had to show and give very specific instructions to know on how to build a ship yeah so it's interesting to talk think about that kind of stuff like it really you, is you know was there more technology like they obviously built the pyramids with some kind of technology some kind of technology i don't see men being able to move those stones Right. I just I just don't see it, man. We're talking about in the king's chamber. I think there's they have a ton of these uh, rose granite blocks that are 40 and 50 tons and they're stacked one on top of each other. And it's like, how do you even and, and it's 250 feet off the ground when they're doing it? Yeah. You know, and that's that's in the Great Pyramid, man. And it, it just makes you wonder, like, how how. Even with all the ropes and all the pulleys and all the manpower, how do you do that? I don't know. You know, I'm, it just doesn't seem possible to me. And that's one of the great mysteries. It is one of the great mysteries. I mean, let alone cutting the block, like, uh, from the stone quarries and all that. You know, I was reading about Stonehenge not that long ago. And uh, even the, the, the stones that were cut, or the stones that were used for Stonehenge were moved over 140 miles over mountains to get to Stonehenge and really? place there. Yeah, it's not just the fact, like you look at Stonehenge and it's not all that magnificent, especially compared to the pyramids, right? But, I mean, you look at it and you're like, man, I, 
it's only about 20 feet tall, right? And you're like, I could maybe somehow fathom man putting this up with their own two hands, no assistance, right? Like maybe some ropes and pulleys or whatever. But to think of them moving those stones 140 miles over a mountain ridge to get there, it's called the the Persili Mountain is actually the mountain where they were uh, where they got those stones from. It's just a really, I don't, I don't know how they would do that. Where, like, how are you going to traverse over a mountain with these? Um, I think, uh, I think the stones for, for Stonehenge are anywhere between five and 15 tons. So well, how are you, you going to do that? You know, if they didn't have technology, they didn't have anything. They were bored. They were super bored. If so they didn't have technology, everybody could have got together and made it. Like, That's hey, true. We- they weren't distracted. Let's go. Let's all are. get together and make this stone hinge. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, their social media was this night sky, right? I mean, right. That's what entertained them was astronomy, and that's what Stonehenge is set up for is for uh, you know, the winter and summer solstices, I believe. Dude, could or, you imagine how quiet it was? No, how clear it was. How clear, or how not? Maybe not quiet. Maybe the doggone tree frogs and all that kind of stuff were loud as. Oh, that's get out, man. That's true. I bet nature and, and wildlife was wild back then. I've got a new sound at my house when I come home at night this summer, and I don't know what it is. What do you mean? It's some kind of bird that whistles at night. It's not a whippoorwill. Oh. Because a whippoorwill was it, it, yeah, I can't I can't do it. Yeah. I've been trying, but I can't do it. Yeah, but it's not like a caw or uh or anything like that it's a whistle it's more like two or three oh interesting man why do you never see elephants hiding in trees i don't know they must be really good at it Mm. Mm. that is good that's a good one um what what we got for history this week Ah, this week in history, I kind of stayed with the space exploration. Okay, well, before we get into that, I got to call you out. Okay. Because you missed a very important part of history last week. Oh, I did. Go ahead. Let them know. You You already let me know. Let the listeners know. Six Flags Over Georgia opened this week in history last week. That's awesome, man. What day? Do you remember? It was probably somewhere between the 10th and the 16th. <laughs> I believe you. I think it was actually you. the 15th. It's 15th or 16th as when I saw it. So, Man, I really hope it's the 16th. I'm going to look it up right now. Um, yeah, I really hope it opened on my birthday. I wish the kids today could have seen the heyday of Six Flags. June 16th, 1967, man. It was. It was on my birthday. Well, there you go. Man, what an awesome little thing. And you missed it. I missed it, dude. I never knew that. What an interesting little fact. I I think Six Flags was fun back in the day. Like... The last great Six Flags commercial was the guy dancing. And then after that, it just kind of went down. Yeah, I mean, it, 
and it seems to me like they've been hemorrhaging money, dude, just trying to keep that place open. Yeah. It it does seem like that, don't it? I do want to go back though. I still I still enjoy it when I've gotten to go. Um, I like riding roller coasters. I do too, man. I really like roller coasters. And you can't hardly beat the Goliath. The Goliath's the best roller coaster in the world. I like uh Monster Plantation. Oh yeah, that's classic, that man. What do we call it now? Uh I don't Monster know. Mansion. Yeah, something like that, right? Yeah. Something like that. Um, this week in history. 1976. Um, U.S. Viking 1 goes into Martian orbit. Nice. After a 10-month flight from Earth. So, yeah, we were sending... Uh, it's our very first uh, probe to Mars. Uh, it entered the Mars orbit. Uh in 1976 on this day on june 19th wow yeah pretty cool right yeah 10 months it took for that thing to get to mars any birthdays um we had a couple of birthdays but i'm not going to remember them now that you asked me okay yeah yeah we did oh um lou gehrig he was one i remember and he was the first one to have lou gehrig's disease (laughs) uh yeah or the first one that they i had a friend that her dad had that when i was in school it was sad it's 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 a terrible debilitating disease man yeah terrible terrible but well thanks for bringing a bummer to that this week in history uh <laughs> moving on to the meme moving on to the meme the meme <laughs> Is the dad joke to end all dad jokes. <laughs> right on. Send it this way. At least for today. Mom always said life was like the meme of the week. You never know what you're going to get. Oh, I got something else I got to send you too. Okay. Let me show you this this morning. All right, pulling the meme up. Here we go. All right, so the meme is two stormtroopers talking to each other, and it's got a little cartoon bubble. Hey, I heard you got an iPhone. Yeah, I couldn't find the droid I was looking for. <laughs> oh, man. These are not the droids you were looking for. <laughs> That's right, man. Star Wars, they those fans are so intense dude do you want to talk let's talk about that guy um ahmed best i think was his name was his name yes so like the guy that talked did he talk for jar jar binks or was he just the actor i think he was literally just the dude wearing the jar jar binks costume in the first uh in like one two and three or however many and they like cgi'd his face out of the neck or something yeah it's awful yeah it's, but I'm, it's terrible. This Joker was going to jump off the Brooklyn Bridge because Star Wars fans were mean. Yeah, they had ridiculed this guy and his character of Jar Jar Binks so much that he was willing to end his life. He was ready to end his life. Yeah. That's so wild, man. Star Wars fans need to chill out sometimes. No. Nah. No. Nah you're here for all of it aren't you i mean just let it go just let it go how it goes and we'll just watch the train wreck uh, did you imagine that headline though no <laughs> start you see i no. mean in the 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 headline would just read 
Star Wars actor jumps off the bridge, and you're like, oh, my God, Han Solo. Yeah, that would be my first thing. And then, like, what happened? Yeah, and then you find out it's the guy that played that played in the costume of Jar Jar Binks. Yes, and and Star Wars had to give him a redemption story in the Mandalorian, like give this guy a role. It just seems so strange and forced. Yeah, just seems strange and forced. Can I read this other meme that you? Sent? Yes, you have to describe it first, though. All right, so second meme. For this week, we don't normally do this, but we're doing a double meme today. It is Chris Benoit, the famous uh, WWF wrestler, standing in front of a brick wall. And he's given a, a, you know, kind of like a a clenched fist, you know, showing you he's a tough guy. Yeah, he is a tough guy. And he's ripped in in this picture. And it says, have a killer Father's Day from your friend Chris Benoit. Oh my gosh. I knew you'd like that one because you were such, you know, that was your friend. That was my friend, man. I made him breakfast. I was a big fan. Um, I was, I, I, he was my friend. I, I'll call him my friend. Crispin was my friend. I'll say, I, it, I'll say it loud and proud. I got a question. Did you meet the rest of the family? Never, never. He always came in alone by himself. Always. Um, you could have prevented this, John. Stop it. Don't be Smokey the Bear on me. You didn't see the signs? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Did he no. order the same thing every day? Um, He ordered something really similar. It was always steak and eggs. Of course it was. Yeah, it was always steak and eggs, but he wouldn't necessarily get his eggs the same way every time. Oh, like, so he'd throw that curveball. Yeah, 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 yeah. I you think... go in there and you start scrambling eggs and you'd be like, oh, I ordered them over easy today. And he's like, oh. Well, sometimes he was actually one of the few people who would come in and ask for hold the yolks. Oh. Yeah, he would get that hold the yolk. He would get that egg white only. So what do you do with the yolks? You just throw them away. Oh. Yeah, just goes to waste. That, that's just somebody could have had those yolks. <laughs> I, if I'd been sitting there and be like, go ahead, throw them yolks in mine. <laughs> You'll take the extra yolk. No, yeah, I'll take needed. that extra yolk. I need that extra yellow. <laughs> I don't want no pale eggs. <laughs> Give me the extra cholesterol that's in there, please. Yeah. <laughs> and then when we're, and what, what we're learning now, the cholesterol is not bad for you. Right. So it's an interesting thing, the, uh, you know, uh, growing and learning. Well, John, it's been an interesting show. It has for one we had nothing to talk about for. Oh, I had one more thing I wanted to talk about. Okay, go ahead. Okay. And this is a weird thing that I've been doing here lately. All right. Is this another secret time? No, I kind of. Could you do five minutes of stand up? Could I? Yeah. No way. I couldn't either. I consider myself a pretty funny guy, but I, I think I would forget everything if I tried to do five minutes of stand up like at an open night. night. Yeah. But what I think I could do is like if you had a men's conference at church. Yes. I think I could MC it and do crowd work. You think you could kill as an MC? I think so. At a at a young men's or, well, or like, at a at a men's Christian fellowship gathering? Yes. Do you like, think I that's think, your calling? I don't know. I think I could do that though at a and I've been working it out like working out different crowd crowd work scenarios in my head. What? Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me a bit. What's your okay. first bit? What's right, your so, What's your icebreaker? 
so it'd be like, okay, I see a lot of trucks out here in the parking lot. You know, who's driving Chevys? Yeah. You know, and everybody raise your hand. Who's driving Fords? Yeah. And everybody raise your hand and be like, well, guess what? We're all wrong. Because a biker told me one time, Jesus rides a Harley. Oh, man. That's your icebreaker? Is that not good? No, it's not good. Oh. It's not Ooh. good. Maybe well, I'm a tough crowd. Uh, you might. So as long as you're not, I mean, somebody would laugh. Some, I, I bet I a biker was, would laugh. The bike, the, the one guy that rode his Harley. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 man. <laughs> yeah. He'd be like, good one, dude. Yeah, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Some Willie Nelson looking dude in the back. I heard that. <laughs> I heard that. Like, where did he come from? <laughs> Nobody knows who he's with. He just showed up. Yeah. Hey, what's your name? <laughs> Jesus. Oh, okay. I'm you... Jesus, and I rode in on a Harley. I come in on my Harley. <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you we're two or three together. He'd be here. That's right. That's right. I told you. I tried to tell y'all about <laughs> my father's business. <laughs> Oh man! But all right, uh, great show, man. Great but show. But see, Thank I probably had a better one than okay. that. But when you asked me to do it, I forgot. See, it was putting you on the spot. See, that's what we'll have to work out. Yeah. Maybe we should get you in some open mic nights. No, dude. Let's fly out to Austin, do a one minute set on Kill Tony, and leave. We have to do it together, though. Will they, will they let teams up? They've had duos up before. Yes. Whew. That'd be tough. One minute on Kill Tony. One minute Theo, on Kill Tony. With Theo and freaking Ron White sitting there looking at you? Quite possibly. It could I'm, be Joe Rogan. It could be It could be Tom Segura. It could be anybody. Look, I mean, all you got to do to make Tom Segura laugh is tell something about some baby dying or something. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. You're absolutely right. Like, you get up there oh, and you go. We we uh, went we left for uh to come here and forgot that we left the car seat on top of the car. And <laughs> we just kept coming. Yeah, yeah. the we other kids driving. out there in the car now. And it's about ninety five degrees out there, so we got to make this quick. <laughs> yeah, come on, guys. Well, no, 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 no. Maybe you should. Uh, can we get longer than sixty seconds? <laughs> yeah, we don't. That see would be that the messed up humor that. that Tom would like. <laughs> just we need more than sixty seconds. We've got a kid out there in the car. <laughs> oh jeez 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 i love my children man did you have a good father's day i did i did i got uh my one of my gifts is not here yet but i can't wait to wear it right on it's a, it a uh, fanny pack no it's not a fanny pack it's better okay go on it's a magnum magnum pi hawaiian shirt Oh, dude. Genuine. <laughs> I'm really feeling like Hawaiian shirts are going to be our theme for the video podcast next year. Yes. I'm really feeling it, dude. I am I think I'm going to start stacking up my wardrobe of Hawaiian shirts. You need to. Everybody should have at least three. You got to try to start, like, getting your chest hair. Like, I don't know what you got to do. Maybe not wear a shirt more or something, but let that chest hair grow, brother. I mean, it's not bad now. It, oh, yeah? You think it'll come poking through if you leave a few buttons open? It might. I need to get tan behind it so it pops more. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Are you going to grow a super awesome stash? 
No, I look funny with a mustache. Okay. Maybe for the first episode. Maybe. We'll see. That means I had to shave my beard. Yes. That's, that's my exactly whole identity. What it means. Hi, y'all. It's been a show. <laughs> it's been one. We'll talk to y'all later. See you. Nice shifters. See ya. Thank you.